everyone. Welcome back to my channel. Thank you so much for being here today. I have my boy 1991 back in the studio. So thank you so much for being here today and welcome back. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. I Pleasure is mine. I cannot believe how Davenport uh, the winter finale ended. I was speechless and I'm not just the only person that thought it was speechless. So was everybody. Um, it was so good. I'm so excited for after the winter finale, but, um, let's talk about the second season so far. So what inspirations, uh, have you really used in season two? Well, I think in season two, I was starting to think like, okay, we need to do something that's a little bit more dramatic. I wanted to pump up the whole drama level for the season and i was thinking i was watching a lot of like dynasty and and i was re-watching desperate housewives over the summer and stuff classic um sitcoms that i uh, drama shows that i used to love i used to re-watch gossip girl also and i was thinking like okay they have all this kind of drama happening and everything happens at once and then i was thinking like oh it needs to be like that. It needs to have more drama and more storylines. And I also wanted to try to be a little bit more like campy and a little bit more fashiony like Dynasty is because that's like one of my number one inspirational shows right now. So I was trying to amp up the whole fashion and the whole scenery level of the show and to have it like a clear involvement from season one, definitely. No, you, you definitely nailed it on the head because I, I've, I've gone back and rewatched the second season and I'm going to say there are two supporting cast members that are like to definitely need to be more mentioned. The fashion and the town um, without a yeah. doubt are the two uh, supporting characters that we all need. Definitely the fashion is a lot better um, mm-hmm. this season. I really kind of like obviously Brenda is very red and she's like really stepping into her own and her fashion is doing more for her. Like before I kind of felt like she kind of like hid in the shadows and so did her clothes, but now she's up front. She's, she's looking sexy. She's bold. Like she's, she's being amazing. And I think it's being like, I like that. I also like Susan and Brenda. Oh my gosh, not Brenda. Oh my God. Why am I Mallory? (laughs) Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't know where my brain's at right now, but yes, no, definitely. I definitely like where there are uh, progressions going as well. Now, this is something that I would like to state for the record. I did not know that I needed a Pete and Max bromance in my life. I had no idea I needed that. It's living rent-free in my head. I I like their connection. Now, I got to ask you this. Do you think Max is a good friend to Pete? And what I mean, that is like a good role model. Well, I I think since everything that Max has done this past season, the first season especially, I think that he's been struggling a lot to think of him as a good person and not a bad one. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, when you think about it, I mean, he did kind of make sure that Rhonda disappeared in season one. He made sure that Jane disappeared. He was the mean leader of this town and 
it what he was always trying to control every situation. So, so I think now that he has given up all his powers, I think that he's trying to make amends and be a better person. But it's not exactly working very well because we obviously obviously got his sister always trying to bring him back more trouble. So I think Max is really in a position where he's struggling. And I think in future episodes, we're going to see more of him trying to be a better person. But it's not possible with everything happening besides him so he's trying to deal with the good stuff and the bad stuff but obviously sometimes the bad stuff kind of draws him back in so no I I totally got you I I, I kind of felt like this is Max's like redemption arc from what I'm really gathering from like Max's character this is the first time that he's not in control and he's kind of he's now he's in the shadows and he doesn't really know what to do with himself and he thinks you know being the hero to Brenda's story is what's going to save his marriage. And um, I do really hope that we continue to see this kinder Max. Um, But I feel like we can't talk about uh, Max without talking about Brenda and what happened in the last episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, Brenda, Brenda, Brenda. I was kind you of dirty girl. I, I I knew I I I read some comments that were saying like if she's gonna sleep with Jacob, I'm gonna freak out and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, should I? And I was really really thinking about going down the storyline because mm-hmm. I was like, should she do this? I mean, she was betray- the one who was betrayed by Max's trust in, in the beginning. Now she's gonna be the cheater. I mean, Max never cheated, but. You know, giving her this bad kind of storyline isn't something that I've thought of very easily. So I was really debating with myself if she was supposed to go down this road or not. But I think it's kind of like what, we you know, Max was in the power and he was like always the controlling one. So I think this season with Brenda having the power, mm-hmm. it kind of like makes them switch their dynamics. So she kind of turns into the bad one. And I hope she realizes it soon enough before it's too late. But, you know, she kind of like does the same thing as Max would have done if he would have been in his in the same position as she is. So they're kind of like switching roles right now, which I don't know if it's good or not, but we'll have to wait and see how this turns out. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Um, I I agree. I I, I wasn't shocked by it. Like I, I expected it as soon as, you know, they started like, I'm sorry, who shows up at someone's house late at night and does not expect a booty call? Okay. Like, yeah. right. Like I, I, I saw that coming through. I saw the comments as well. And I was just like, listen, she's drunk with power. Okay. This is the first time she's ever really had power in your life. If we all were had power like that, I'm sure we would all make poor decisions as well. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm curious to wonder when it's going to come to light. And like, my bets are that Max is going to beat the shit out of Jacob, like absolutely beat the shit out of him. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, I don't, we, we, we definitely can't say, but that's kind of like the vibe I'm for sure going with. Um, Mm -hmm. But speaking of Max, um, we can't talk about him without leaving out his bitch ass sister, Linda, who's here to stir the pot. Um, I'd like to state for the record, I never liked her. And I still don't. Um, I think a lot of people don't like her very much. I agree. Who inspires you? Like what character inspired you to create Linda? I think Linda is kind of like the female version of um, when on my first 
Sims4 series on Inside, there was Carter, who was um, one of the main girl's um, ex-husband villain. And he was like murdered in season three, I think. And I wanted to have something like this, a character like that, but more permanently on the show. Mm -hmm. And definitely something like a female villain. So I always wanted to have like a strong female villain that's like continuously on the show. And Rhonda was like the test shop subject for that. <laughs> And season one, and Val, uh, um, Linda is kind of like the the um, more refined version of villain that I have in mind for like a good drama show. So she's kind of like the like the like on Riverdale when you have Cheryl who's like sweet and has all the fashion and stuff, and she's like this crazy. I mean, Linda just did elevate the fashion also because she's very like very dramatic outfits very shoulder pads and huge hats and stuff like that so i definitely thought of her as a mixture of like sheriff from riverdale the carter character and the male one that i had in my previous show and some other like evil villains like a little bit like Edie Britt from desperate housewives you know a little bit dirty little manipulative so i think she definitely comes like from a mixture of very different classic soap opera villains Good. That's a good answer. I, I like Cheryl. I was kind of going more with like mm -hmm. an Alexis Carrington is kind of like how I picture her just coming in and just like, you know, especially the reboot, like coming in and like yeah. stirring the pot. Um, I'm going to sit here and tell you if I woke up and a bitch dried my house pink outside, I was absolutely going to blow my brains out. Um, well, I, that that storyline was definitely inspired by Dynasty for sure by the reboot because there was so much campy stuff happening in the show. I mean, right now it's like a, the fourth season was like just released on Netflix a couple of weeks ago for everyone worldwide. So it's the show's very campy and has like very funny moments as well. So I was like, I gotta have something a little bit more campy in Davenport. So definitely that was what inspired it. And to share a little secret, um, Linda was originally planned to be like an Alexis Carrington because she was supposed to be Max's mother and not sister in okay. the show. But I didn't find someone who could do a voice that would fit her character as an elderly person. Okay. And, and I didn't want it because like back then for inside, we had um, Lauren's mother um, in the show. She wasn't a villain, but she was definitely a, um, a start a longtime character for the last um two seasons of Inside when I did that show. So, and then we had like a, someone's um, grandmother, one of the grandmothers from my voice actors did that that character. So it felt natural. The voice wasn't as like a young adult, like our age. So, mm -hmm. and, I, and I didn't want it to, want someone to with a young voice to play an older character because it didn't, I wouldn't buy it. And if yeah. I don't buy it, then I'm like, that's not going to happen. And for me, every time when I cast a voice, it needs to fit into the visual I have in my mind for the character and how the characters looks like. So Linda's voice, the voice actors for Linda, she, she fits much better for like a young adult. And it turned out very well, but originally she was supposed to be like Alexis Carrington. That was like the first draft of her. Okay. No, I definitely, I definitely see it. I, I, think, I, I think I like it more as it, being like his sister to me I feel like that's more of a power play than like a mom if I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you because like I feel like the mom trope's been done a lot where the sister there's not too many sisters that come in and being like well 
daddy left me all the money and I pulled the strings. Right. It's yeah. I think to me, that's like the, the, uh, the power move. Now we cannot, we last but not least to our third female, um, star of the show, uh, Valerie, she has a very interesting season to me. I, I don't know how to say this. Like I, I kind of, she's kind of in the background this season a little, a little bit to me. Like she's, she's not, she can't compete with Susan and she can't compete with uh, Brenda. She's kind of just kind of there. Like, Oh, like my, like last season was her season. Like without a doubt. I feel like this season, she's just kind of like taking her breath back and just trying to let, like let everyone else do their crazy shit. And I'm just going to be here. Um, I, I'm very happy. She wasn't pregnant coming back. I kind of like, I think everyone was like, oh, well, clearly there's going to be a story then. Who's the baby yeah. daddy? Like I, to me, again, trope, right? Um, that would no. have been very obvious. I, it's, I yeah, didn't want to do that. I, I, that's why also like when people think thought like, okay, Brenda's going to hook up with the Jacobs. People were like, oh, I bet she's going to be pregnant. And that's also something I don't want. I don't want to do the obvious answer. So Brenda's not going to be pregnant anytime soon. That's for sure. No, like I think, I think, I feel like with any like like female like leading person, it's like, oh, she must be pregnant, or like, oh, there must be babies. Yeah. Like it's kind of like the thing that goes with it. Now, again, a- Andrew as well is just kind of being like everyone else in this town's being fucking batshit crazy. I'm just gonna hang out here and just you know do my thing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, where are you? Are you satisfied with? Uh, Andrew's growth this season? Well, Andrew has been very much in the background for, for this season. I think also like Valerie. So mm-hmm. um not exactly happy with the way, I mean, he handled the situation pretty badly with the whole kiss and everything. And, and, and with the, with the him and sleeping with Valerie right before she left town for her vacation. So I don't think he handled that very well as a person. So um he he was kind of like put in the background also because i i have to put i wanted to put connor more into focus mm-hmm. and i needed susan to have like a new friend character friendly person to speak to because obviously she doesn't talk to brenda anymore and that whole dynamic of the group where it's just like three girls who are bonded together and is completely broken up yeah. so and I never used to do that in the other shows. They're always found very quickly and way back. So I had to mix up all the relationships and certainly and next season, someone else is going to be a little bit more in the background and maybe Andrew's going to be more in the scene. So it's, that's kind of like this thing about Devonport because it's a town about many different characters yeah. and not just like three girls. So I'm trying to give each of them their deserving storyline and not just focus on the three main characters. So it's a little bit hard to balance sometimes, but I think it's fair. I, I think it's fair that Andrew is a little bit more in the background this season. I mean, he can come back. They still got married at, I mean, they not got married. They got engaged last episode in the winter finale. So mm-hmm. obviously that's going to happen. I mean, there's probably maybe possibly going to be a wedding without spoiling too much. So, I mean, they did get engaged. So we'll see. Well, yeah, exactly. I feel like Connor's living his best life, right? He bought Susan's coffee yeah. shop, turned it into a bar. <sighs> okay. I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. And this is like, like a female personal vibe. 
I wouldn't have been super mad at Valerie because she slept with Andrew. Like to me, that kind of happens. Like the, that, like that love, like doesn't just go away like that. Like exactly. they were married for a long time, right? Like, like this affair had just come out. They're very familiar with one another. Um, it happens right now. Yeah. I will say I did like Andrew proposing to Connor at the end, just kind of being like, you know what, like me and Valerie, this is like, this is like, we're done. Um, it was, yeah. it was a mistake. Mistakes happen, but I want to be a better man to you. And I want to support you. And I want to live the rest of my life with you. Like, I really, I, I do like that. So I'm, I'm yeah. curious to see where their story arc will take them into season three. Um, speaking of story arcs going into season three, Miss Susan yeah. has ended up in jail. Um, yes. Oh my God. Um, I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. If someone burnt down my house, even if that was my best friend, I'd still turn her ass in. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah right. Like the fact that she wasn't in jail episode one is definitely way more than credit than I would have ever given. Um, yeah. I, I think she should have also given Pete a second chance. Like, I, I definitely, I feel that way. I don't know. How, how do you, how do you think Susan's been in season two so far? Well, I think season two is kind of like Susan's angry season. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she's mostly been angry ever since the, the, she burned down the house. And I think that she has put all of her anger also like towards Pete. And she's like, I want to be done with it. I want to focus on my art. And then she gets arrested and now she's in jail so I think this season she has a lot of anger issues to deal with and she's definitely not happy but she also doesn't want to be unangry so I think like she's kind of enjoying this revenge angry face of hers but it's not something that's good for her so so she's going to regret that and she has been regretting it obviously Mm -hmm. because she ultimately got caught and is now in jail. So I think that's definitely her angry season this time around. I, I'd like, I'd like to, I'm going to state this for the record for anybody listening. If you burn down someone's house, don't openly tell somebody at a party, yeah. hence the sister. Yeah. It wasn't your house. It was your brother's. I was just sitting there and I'm like, Oh my God, you take that shit to the grave with you. You deny, deny, deny. And we're like, I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. I didn't do that. See, that's how you know she's a poor criminal because she literally, yeah. it gets, it, the guilt is eating her alive. Like she's starting to tell people. I could be for like, I, it's like a trophy that I did it, but it could also be like, I'm, I'm really badly hurting on the inside and I want to, you know, share, I want to share that. But um, yeah, I know the season's, been phenomenal and i mean we can't talk without finding um peace and um oh my god again why is it driving uh about oh my god okay i'm gonna tattoo that right here because <laughs> i i keep wanting to say veronica like i i think it's just because yeah. i've had riverdale slash rivervale on my mind the last like mm-hmm. yeah but anyways i sat there and i was just like oh my god this bitch just hit them and just yeah. drove away. What? Like, are they alive? Are they not? Are they okay? Ah, oh, now I have to wait till January. This is bullshit. I know, right? But I again, that, but so- that's how. But that's how you keep people on the hook, like being like, yeah. well, like, are they? 
Like, are they okay? Are they not okay? Right? So, no. I, I, the, I do think the winter finale couldn't have come at a better time because the storyline was planned for a really long time. And now, and, and I was thinking about, okay, I'm, I'm going to need to take a break over the holidays because of Christmas and all this stuff. And I'm going to be so busy. I can't, probably won't film for a week or two. So uh, I need to find the perfect episode to have the winter finale. And this just was like, perfectly for this and i know i i just love to keep people waiting for stuff like this i love teasing people with cliffhangers it's so fun to do them it's my favorite thing in the world i mean the whole moment i was watching it also when it came out with everyone else like when when the live premiere is when i check with everyone so um i was watching like the top view of them like lying in the snow and i was like oh this is so mean there no one knows who did died if one of them's gonna die if both of them are gonna die if there's gonna two, be two main cast members not on the show anymore or just one or none of them or both survive who knows and it's just so fun to, to make people like question those things you know I love that. No, I mean, but that's good storytelling, right? Is keeping people on their toes. People are going to be thinking all Christmas season, who's alive and who is not. But I want to congratulate you as well for coming back for a third season. That's awesome. I'm very excited to see what the third season is going to hold for the residents of Davenport. And I'm curious to see what's going to be up with Amy. Like I, I play, I, I play her and I, Yes. I, there's a part of me that like I want her to turn like super evil but I also want her at the same time I want her to kind of just be like the mystery character because like to me like she doesn't really have like she has a lot to gain a little bit just being like an assistant but like I don't know if she can stir the pot you know like she's only just kind of being like she kind of has a crush on Pete but like like I don't know if I okay so say like say my assistant if I was just like like I'm like hey like whatever and then she starts dating my ex-boyfriend I think I would kind of be more like well there's a reason he's an ex and not my boyfriend but I wouldn't have been super mad but I again I'm also curious to see how Miss Susan's gonna do with her art now either everyone's gonna buy it because she's in jail or no one's gonna buy it because she's in jail (laughs) but yeah but anyways um no this the season is so it's been so much fun so far so what um what can you share with us for the rest of the season well without spoiling anything it's definitely going to be introduced it's going to be a very big change with with the whole finale the whole cliffhanger with everything i mean we brenda sleeping with jacob and um linda hitting them with the car, um, Valerie and Pete with the car and stuff like that. And um, obviously Connor and Andrew getting engaged. There's a lot of change happening now. I mean, season two did change a lot in the beginning. I mean, it changed a lot from season one, but I think in itself, it's going to change with the last four episodes. I'm going to set the whole tone for season three. I mean, I already got some ideas where I want to go, but I'm having set anything in stone yet, but it's the next episodes are very different and very emotional episodes as well. Like there's going to be some very um, deep, deep conversations happening. There's going to be a whole thing. If Susan's going to have to be charged for her, for her crime with the whole fire, or if she's going to be forgiven and just set free. And if the girls are going to forgive each other or not, 
So it, there's definitely a lot to tell. It's obvious that I can't spoil that much because of the whole car accident. I mean, obviously, Linda has now something to deal with because she was the one who drove the car. And the question is, is some anyone going to find out? I mean, is Max going to help her with this situation or is he just going to bring her in for jail? You know, so I can't tell that much except um there's going to be a season two part two trailer that's going to reveal a little bit more um where we know a little bit what can happen and, and what is going to happen but until the trailer for season two part two comes out i can't i really can't <laughs> that's hey that's okay i think i think that was a perfect answer still more to come davenport uh season two episode seven comes out january 2nd um yes. please please go take a walk listen to that it's going to be fantastic links are going to be below so you got you know come listen oh my gosh come watch so um, to see how davenport uh season two ends um what do you think the season finale is going to be so like you, you do like every two weeks so working that out it would be the end of february correct yeah yeah okay. yes by the end of february we're going to wrap season two um, it's going to be definitely a big finale, and um, I have a lot of things planned for this, so it's going to be a very eventful finale. It's kind of like eventful like this last episode was, but a little more. I'm going to put a little extra on top of this one, and we're going to wrap in February, and then we're going to take a little break, um, and we'll be back with season three in the summer for sure. So probably I'm not going to nail myself on like, August or or June or July, but somewhere around this time, depending on how much pre-production and all that stuff we can do beforehand. So, um, but season three is definitely going to be out in summer, but it's still hard to say if it's going to be like a three-month break, four-month break, a five-month break. I don't know yet, but well, well, it's we'll see. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Again, I'm super excited to see how the story goes. I'm very excited for season three. Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just excited. I really like this project. Like it's an, it's a phenomenal project. A lot of people like it, especially in the mission of a community, um, be working at, um, the Shida magazine, your name gets tossed around a lot. Uh, Davenport gets uh-huh. tossed around a lot, um, and how amazing it is. So, uh, keep up the great work. I'm very excited again to see how thank it goes. You. And thank you so much for being here today for part two of a part three special. Well, we get to talk about Davenport. I could talk about Davenport all day long, but I, next time you will see, I'm going to have Valerie's name right here. Yes. So <laughs> again, so I don't say because I, I keep wanting to go veronica instead of valerie yeah. yes but uh no um again thank you so much uh please check out uh, uh season two episode seven on january 2nd uh 2022 if you've yet to watch the second season it's all there we got episodes one to uh six out right now so please go take a, a watch and look for those uh, as well please look at the trailers in between those are also my favorite part because the trailers are always so good um please take a look out for those as well but anyways it has been an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for being here today thank you for having me and i can't wait to do this again i need to i i love to talking to you i could talk again i could i could talk to you all day long as well but anyways uh, thank you. you are very very welcome but anyways again it's been an absolute pleasure and we'll we'll chat soon okay yes we will <laughs>